Hey family, Coach E here, and I want to welcome you to another episode of A Circle of Sisters in Prayer. This week I'm running solo because my amazing co-host, Tamiko Drummond, you know, the brand success coach, is actually taking a personal day. So guys, it's just you and I. <laughs> All is well with her. Um, God is keeping her. She's good. But it's just you and I, guys. So you know what? Let's just get started. Today, we are talking about healing. Yes, healing, healing, healing. What a perfect topic it is. Def- definitely um, this season. This is the cold season. People are sick. This virus is floating all over the place. Every time you turn around, you know, something's popping up. I'm actually currently getting over a head cold, you know, bug God. And the reason why, you know, we came up with healing is, do you really understand the power and the dynamics of the healing that you possess? Do you understand the power of healing that you possess? You know, we always say it, you know, you know, uh, through his stripes we're healed, right? Jesus died to make us healed and whole. But do we really understand the dynamics and the power behind it? You know, I got a scripture right here. Psalms 103, uh, from two to four. I'm reading from NIV. Praise the Lord, my soul. And forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Like God is is so dope. He, you know, all of these things that, you know, he does for us, like, you know, how many times we read Psalms 91, right? Whoever dwells in the shelter must, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High God shall rest in the shadows of the Almighty, right? Just through that whole scripture, it tells how much that He's saving us, He's protecting us, right? But it, it all stems from our belief, right? But through the believing, we are healed because of the shedding of the blood, right? What I think we should be really focusing on, on top of praising God, right, for all that he has done for us and uh, the sacrifice of Jesus, right? But are we really utilizing this power and the authority in our lives? Are we decreeing, declaring that we are healed? Are we using it, right? When I asked before, do you really understand the power that you possess, right? Jesus died. You know, I know I'm sounding a little redundant. But he died to make us whole. He died to make us healed. But do you understand what happened? Right? When he descended down um, to the pits of hell and snatched the keys from the devil, he um, ascended back up. And when he ascended back up, he took us um, along with him. And now we're sitting back at the right-hand side of the Father, right? He restored us back to Adam and Eve before they bit the apple, right? And um, uh so that means we now have the authority again um, that reigns over the angels and the devil. So anything that comes your way, we decree and declare it, it is so. But you have to believe that. That's number one. And you have to rest and know that you're healed and whole. 
right? So when we sit there and say, you know, for his stripes, we are healed because he died. He restored us back to victory, right? So he gave the authority back into our tongue, right? To, to speak over our lives, to speak over our family lives, right? So if you're sick and you're feeling not well, right? You get to and declare in the blood of Jesus that you are healed in your whole. And then you can rebuke all sicknesses and diseases from you. And it is so. But you know, behind that, you have to believe it, of course. You have to believe it, that it is so. But do you understand that power of that healing? Right? Amen? Like, uh, restoration is real. Restoration. There's power in the healing and restoration. Well, when we say restoration, that's restoring, Right? And that's what Jesus died to restore us back to the beginning, right? Um, okay, I was I was I was listening uh, to uh, uh, Creflo Dollar, and he was talking about salvation, right? He does like uh, um, like at ten o'clock during the week. It's like. Uh, to, He's decreeing to clear. I just, I just lost my mind what he actually does. But he was talking about, you know, salvation. And he was doing the comparison between grace and the law. Now, you know, as believers, we are under grace. So, and we're no longer under the covenant of um, the law. And he was just divide, you know, just broken down. He gave two scriptures. I don't have them in front of me, though. I should have pulled them out, but I didn't realize I was going to go there. But he just broke down um, what it really meant. And ironically, but not ironically, the Lord has me studying Hebrews. And, you know, Hebrews and Romans really breaks down in detail the understanding of um, Jesus and his placement and your connection to it right to him not it to him and what the value of um the new covenant which is grace is which we are under uh means right it was so beautiful how he articulated articulate for a covenant a covenant is is the covenant of grace and the promise is an inheritance right we have the inheritance of um, what was left behind, right? But for you to receive an inheritance, um, a person must die to receive it. So basically, Jesus was born to fulfill the law, right? That Moses set. But for us to inherit grace, the new covenant, he had to die. That was the shedding of the blood. This is why we praise him. This is why we're forever thankful for him. It's because of the shedding of the blood. Because of the shedding of the blood has set the new uh, commandment in place. And that's how we gain the inheritance, the restoration, right? Back to um, uh, where we started out in the beginning before Adam and Eve bit the apple. So he restored us back to Genesis 1 and 2, right? Before the sin, before all that, right? So understanding that right now is really pivotal, right? Because it will give more meaning and value in understanding 
um, uh, what you're falling underneath and what happened, right? So when we read in the New Testament, when it comes to, you know, the first couple of chapters, you know, Mark, Luke, James, you know, Mark, was it Mark, Matthew, I, I don't, 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 don't quote me. When matter of fact, I got the Bible right here in front of me. So let me get it right. I'm not even going to try to, I'm not even going to try to guess it and jack it up for you. So the first, oh, yes. <laughs> um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Those, you know, are the very first chapters. And those are the chapters that are telling the story of Jesus. But grace actually starts in Acts. Because after he um, uh, dies, and this is when he comes back and he talks to them, and this is when the Holy Spirit was dropped down, right? This is the gift that he was promising that he's like, I'm leaving you, but I'm not leaving you alone. I'm going to leave you with gifts, right? That all started in Acts. So to be honest, Christianity as we know it begins in Acts, not in Matthew. I know for some people, they'd be like, wait, what? But, you know, we got to, the Lord says when we read it, you know, we got to discern it. Right. And you have to be mindful. Um, uh, and you have, we all need to have a better understanding. Right. Because Jesus was fulfilling. That's why in the um, um, when the disciples ask, you know, what's the, you know, um, I, I uh, what did he say? Shoot. I don't have him in front of me. Neither here or there. Neither here or there. Um, uh, just remember that the beginning half of those chapters were focusing on the story of Jesus and, you know, how his life, he, how he became, um, his teachings, right. And what he was, um, fulfilling, right. But after he died is when grace, um, uh, came upon us and that um, family is what you and I walk under. We walk under the covenant of grace and under the covenant of grace and what's going to give you salvation or what makes you whole and which gives you that power to decree and declare that you were healed um, uh, is because of the shedding of the blood. And knowing this is a very powerful, powerful tool. And the enemy will test you on the truth. He will test you in the knowledge of of un- this under this form of understanding you know this walk is very easy but you know man makes it difficult because a lot of times they don't understand the difference between uh the living between the covenant of Moses in the covenant of grace under the covenant of Moses you had to prove yourself you had to prove yourself to be righteous under the covenant of grace you, all you have to do is believe in Jesus that's it. That means you ain't got to jump on the, you ain't got to clock like a chicken. You ain't got to rub no incense. I mean, rub, rub no crystals, burn the incense. You ain't got to do nothing. All you have to do is believe in Jesus. And a company with believe in Jesus is to love thy neighbor, right? As you love yourself. And of course, forgive and then repeat, right? Repeat. I don't know if someone can ask me, well, what does that have to do with healing? If you understand your placement in the walk, if you under, really understand what um, was done through the shedding of the blood and the authority that has been given to you, then you'll understand the power of the words that will come out your mouth when you say, um, uh, through the blood of Jesus. 
You got to understand the power, the weight that it holds, right? Through the power of Jesus. This is, and I hope this is helpful for somebody that when you say it, you can understand it. Because some people just say it because this is what we're supposed to be saying. And, but if you don't really believe and understand what you're saying, is there, are you really standing in the weight? Are you just staying, saying words, right? You want to, you want to know the power and the weight behind the words that you're saying. So you can truly, really see the manifestation. If you believe something, it is so. So if you believe that you have, if you believe that you have the authority through the blood of Jesus, um, could command sickness out your body, it is so, and it will be. That's why the Lord says, be careful what you speak. How many times is a warning about be careful what we speak? And lately, the Lord has really been on us. I've been hearing it from multiple, multiple uh, preachers and prophets and prophecies. And, and, and personally, the Lord um, was telling me, you know, be careful what you speak. Because the world is in a, in a shift, right? And um, uh, walking under this anointing of the Lord, if we speak negativity in in a life in our life or someone else's life it can manifest and if you speak it you're held accountable for that if I speak negativity over somebody else because of my relationship with the Lord because of the company that I'm keeping in the Lord I'm uh, what I speak will be and if I speak something over somebody and it is and it, and it manifests and they're harmed, who do you think it's going to trail back to? Me. Right? But think about it this way. If I speak greatness over someone's life, right? And we speak life over someone else's life. Think about the manifestation that will happen, right? And I'm not going to worry about if it trails back to me because as a disciple, it is my job to be walking and representing and reflecting Christ. So it's not about me. So it doesn't matter if it reflects back to me. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but it's not something for me to boast on, right? Because I'm doing this because as a believer, this is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be loving one another. We're supposed to be uh, speaking life over one another. We should be decreeing, declaring that not just that I'm healed, that the world is healed, right? Amen. We should be decreeing, declaring that there's wholeness over our family and our friends over this nation, right? This is what we're supposed to be doing, right? If there's power in speaking negative, but it triple folds power when we speak positive, right? We should be speaking positivity. We should be speaking healing. We should be speaking whole. We should be speaking light. We should be speaking love, right? Through the blood of Jesus, because of his shedding of the blood, we have the authority. We have been restored, family. We have been restored. And that right there is enough to praise about, right? So when, when, if you're going through something, if your family's going through something, I want you to remember what happened. I want you to remember the weight through what happened of the, the crucif- the, 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 uh, of Jesus being crucified, of what that shedding of the blood really means. I recommend read uh, the book of Hebrew, Hebrews, read the book of Romans, 
It really breaks it down in detail. And of course, read Ephesians, read um, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, and of course, read Peter, right? All of these books are um, give great detail and insight of Jesus. Where do you stand in Jesus? What he has done for you, Alma, and um, the weight, the weight that carries in his name, right? And because you're whole and you're healed. And, I, and, and you know, Tamika and I, we do this podcast just to have real talk, right? Just about everyday conversation in life and, and our opinions and um, what we've experienced and the revelations and the, the but gods um, about God. And we, we're also here just to encourage you, right, that, you know, it's not easy all the time, but it's doable. And we're not perfect. And we show up sharing our laundry and our baggage. And we also show up sharing our testimonies to lead just an example, because that's what we're supposed to do as disciples. We're, we're to share our testimonies. And... um. I, I get this this head cold I got right here. This head cold that I had. Yo, I can't tell you how God kept me through the head cold. It's something simple. And how he was with me. He was like, you know, just rest and you'll be okay. Right? So when I had COVID, yo, that one was funny, not funny. Um, uh, I, I have this thing. I don't like being sick, right? I'm like, no, God, we don't do sickness, right? But sometimes when you're doing a little too much, you know, um, I'm overthinking. Well, I rebuked that in the blood of Jesus. In the past, the Lord is working on me overthinking. Amen. How about that? I walk, I'm not believing myself with that anymore. Right? Amen. And, but um, what the Lord has taught me that um, because of my past habits of overthinking and overstressing, um, uh, it put a toll on my physical temple. Uh, being a health coach, uh, I know that, right? But I'm still human and I'm not perfect and we all have our stuff. So the Lord was like, um, if you relaxed, Ina, you'll get better. And you know, it took me a couple of days and I had an attitude and I said, Ina, listen to the Father because he's talking to you. I tell you, the moment I started relaxing, I was like healed like in a couple of days. And it's not that I didn't have the power and the authority. It's God was like, I'm going to sit you there until you learn this lesson. <laughs> right? Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, Jesus, you know, I we don't, you said that I was whole, that I was healed. And I don't believe you used to hurt me. I was, had a little head attitude. My head was bobbing. If God can come down, he'd probably look at me and look at my daughter trying to fight with me on her healing. And I'm, not, I'm saying this that. Not that God did not hear me and he did not grant it, but there was also something he was trying to teach me. You know what I mean? He was trying to teach me, Ina, you need to rest. So when you decree and declare, family, that you're healed and whole, you have to rest behind it. You can't just decree and declare it with an attitude, Ina, right? You can't decree and declare it and being impatient and still worrying. Right, you have to rest in the finished works of the Lord. Right, so the lesson is like God's like, yes, you know, I gave you that authority, yes, but you're using it with anxiety. 
anxiety as in being in being being patient and worrying worrying is the state of anxiety right you're using it with frustration you're using it i wasn't using it with peace so it counteracts each other right <laughs> only god only god and you know so god used that as a lesson of me getting sick to teach me actually how to uh rest because you know when you're sick you surrender full heart hit you soon because you'll feel good and you be like all right god whatever it takes i'll eat my peas i'll drink my water i'll have the string beans right i'll clean my room just take this off of me lord right that's what we do when we don't when we're sick we don't feel good but um, i'm jokingly but no if for real god will use it for um uh, for his glory because now your girl is really like <laughs> i well, you said relax god all right I'm laying back in the cut, y'all. I'm so chillaxing. I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it, but I adjust really quickly, like really, really quickly. And not because, you know, I feel that God's going to punish me. No, because I learned my lesson and that lesson kicked my tail. And you know what? I don't want to keep on doing this cycle over. So learn the lesson. And I, I'm encouraging you guys, learn the lesson. Amen. No, but um, uh, me sharing that story is basically when you decree and declare and use, you know, the affirmations and declare the healing, you have to rest behind it. You have to rest behind any kind of words that you declare over your life. Okay, so if you're going to go, especially now, these colds are coming about, you are going to decree and declare um, that you are healed in your whole through the blood of Jesus. And whatever you're feeling, I'm a, I want you to rest behind it, right? And know that you will be healed. Excuse me. Know that you are healed. And don't be impatient on the timing of how long it takes. That's what God was teaching me. He was like, and if you relax, you will heal. And it's not that God was slowing down. I was slowing down because I was too busy being impatient and what was happening. God's trying to teach me something. I (laughs) I wasn't learning it, right? Amen. I love it. I mean, that might not be necessarily true. It's not like God actually told me that. But he did say, if you calm down, I mean, if you relax, I remember that. And I sucked my teeth. And I was like, all right, God, you got that, boss man. You got that. And I did. And he said, he said, what, two or three days, you'll be better. And I tell you, two or three days, your girl was better. You can't make this stuff up. God is good. He's always with us. And he was with me. He was with me when I was stubborn. He was, <laughs> he was with me. And that's the beauty of God, the mercy and the grace that he gives us, right? But I believe, I believe. And it all stems in believe. And when we were talking about believe, I'm uh, Saying is one thing, but you have to believe that it is so. It's the second half. So this is like, I think I said like three things. First of all, you have to understand. So one, let's recap. One, you have to understand the power and dynamics behind the blood of Jesus. What really happened and why does it have so much weight, right? And and what, um, what did Jesus restore us to, right? He restored us back. Um, uh, to basically Genesis 1 and 2. We now have the authority over um, uh, the angels and the enemy, right? 
And there's weight behind the blood of Jesus because of the restoration, right? After that, you have to, after you decree and declare it, you have to rest behind it. And then the third one is that you have to believe that it will all manifest. No matter what it looks like, no matter how long it takes. And that's the part where believers get um, uh, impatient. And that's where we tend to fall off, we'll say, I guess you can say, or drift or frustrated. It's because we want instant gratification. And sometimes it happens right away and sometimes it happens. It doesn't happen right away. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's still God's timing and it's still the Lord's will. But all we need to do is just believe. Right, and that's what he asks us, right? Trust in the Lord with all our might, lead not to our understandings, for we walk by faith, not by sight, right? We have to believe. But I hope this was helpful, guys. Um, um that you have a better understanding, like the weight of you being healed and the weight of saying that, you know, through you know his stripes I am healed, the power that falls behind you decreeing, declaring that you're healed and you're whole, right? And I hope that, you know, um, that you will ask the Lord to give you more patience, right? And be careful because, you know, God, God is the hands-on, hey, I call him the hands-on training because once you ask, he'd be like, okay, scenario. <laughs> How about you go through the scenario so you can learn your patience? Nah, but you know what? God's will is is. Let God's will be done. Because every hard, every hardship, every head bump, every tear pain has made me who I am today. And I'm loving every ounce of me because of God in my trials and my tribulations. And the Lord, the word says that, you know, it 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 builds um um it it builds us it, the character, right? It makes us whole. It's in James. Um, uh, so guys, don't be afraid of it. Just move forward. But it's time to, uh, especially now around this time to use your authority and, and, uh, have a better understanding when you say through the blood of Jesus, I am, ba, 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 ba. or I decree and declare through the blood of Jesus that, ba, 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 that it is so, that it is so, and it will be done. Amen. So, let me just pray it out. I just thank you, Lord. I didn't pray a sin. Oh, but I can pray this out. Thank you, Lord, Father God, for just another glorious day, Lord, Father God, another opportunity of life, another opportunity of, um, of love, taking a deep breath, going, just able to take a deep breath, Lord, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, Father God. Thank you for another opportunity to, um, uh, 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 I don't know, just everything, Lord. I'm just thankful. My heart is full. I'm grateful, Lord, Father God. I decree and declare uh, nothing but divine healing over my life, over Tamiko's, over uh, our family, our friends, over the people listening and watching, watching, listening in right now, Lord, Father God. We just speak life over them right now, Lord, Father God. Whatever they're going through, Lord, Father God, we speak restoration over their life right now, Lord, Father God. Ikababasa. 
Sataya. I thank you, Lord, Father God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the restoration. I thank you for the newness, Lord, Father God. We just thank you, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that everyone um, uh, seeks you, Lord, and finds better understanding, Lord, Father God. May this podcast uh, reach the ears that needed to reach, Lord, Father God. May they may it spark a desire to 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 seek you further, to to want to dive into the word uh, deeper, Lord Father God. Lord Father God, that's 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 what I ask and desire, Lord. So I just thank you for this opportunity um, uh, to uh, fellowship with your people, Lord, and we just continue to give the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, family. Well, you have a blessed evening, morning, day, month. <coughs> Ooh, you heard that, right? But your girl is healed in the blood of Jesus. Ooh, I feel better than more than I sound. But all is well. And God is good. And you guys have a blessed one. And uh, God willing, I'll be back with my girl. And I'm uh, I will talk to you later. All right, guys. Be well. Bye.